Yeah, let's uh, let's get into the the dang thick of it, man. Let's talk about this whole dang record. Damn. As Dude, as shortly as possible. <laughs> as shortly as possible. Uh, I like my history with sleigh bells is I've never been much of a fan. I always thought they were like too noisy and too loud, and I, that's coming from someone who likes like death metal. And, oh yeah, like new metal and and new like I love loud and distorted and heavy and you know, but there was something about their sound. I think part of it, what it was, was that it was probably the way it was produced. It was super bright and right. but also super bass heavy. So there wasn't a lot of mids going on there. It was and very so, fuzzy, I'd say in the in the first stuff. Yeah, super fuzzy. Even the bass was like. Literally everything was distorted. It sounded like the snare, the hi-hat, the the synth, the vocals. Like, it was just too much for me. And this was such a, like, 180 from that sound. Or almost like a, maybe like a 120. You know? Like, they, <laughs> I mean, they I, shifted just enough to really, really make me like it. I honestly don't think this is so drastically different from any of their other stuff but it is definitely they definitely have a lot of cleaner tones and more dynamics more soft instruments that they you know wouldn't have in the first couple albums right uh but they it's super a lot of very catchy songs on this one a lot of very interesting moments in a lot of the songs yeah like like in I'm Not Down, uh, track number three, where the chorus goes from sounding like brain stew and then, yeah, and then like Florence and the Machines with double bass. Like that was so unexpected and such a weird combination of things that all worked really well and super catchy. Pretty much across the entire record, every song is really catchy, yeah. Yeah, for sure. The, the vocals across the entire record are great. I wouldn't say it's like it's it's nothing that's like so impressive or anything, but No, it's not incredible. But, but the vocals it doesn't call for it. Maybe? It doesn't yeah, it doesn't call for it. It's just soft, kind of soft, kind of chill vocals. Really good though. Uh I liked her voice a lot and it it worked really well even with the heavy double bass weird industrial metal parts that are like scattered throughout this whole record i mean that's that's one of the main pulls of the band isn't it that this female vocalist with some pretty chill vocals behind this industrial distorted driving super heavy beats and music almost the music at times almost reminded me of of mortal kombat Soundtrack. Yes, you said that on like four separate tracks. You were like, "This is the new, this is the new Mortal Kombat soundtrack." Yeah, like the first song, "Sweet 75, legit. It just sounds like a Fear Factory song that's in major key that got remixed by a, a pop group. Yeah, like it's it's such a weird, like that that's such a weird sentence, <laughs> <laughs> and it's and it so weirdly works really well on the whole record like except for the last song on the record i loved every song yeah i'm i mean i'm sure i would have loved hummingbird bomb had it been somewhere else in the album and i wasn't because the whole time i was focusing on it being the last song of the album and i i honestly couldn't pay too much attention 
to mm-hmm. it as just its own song. Yeah, we ha- we were holding it up on a pedestal before we even got into it. Yeah, because, yeah. Because, you know, like, I mean, the song right before it, True Seekers, is so good, like, 80s, like... Very still, very chill, very beautiful um, Like, music. nostalgic, almost. Yeah, and very, like... The, like the single, like what should be the single of the album for the general public. Yeah, like the yeah, like how they did it like 20 years ago is basically you release two songs that are energetic and then the, the third song, the third single is always the ballad. And so traditionally, True Seekers would be like the third single off of this record. But I, this like, it's it's it could easily be in a movie soundtrack. It could easily be in a trailer. It could be during one of those like montage like coming of age moments in a in a movie really really good so like we heard this like great song that like finally on the whole record that was so energetic and loud and like in your face but super catchy and and fun at the same time yeah true seekers brought it down so well and like still had such a good vibe to it and was and i like i said when we were listening to it like i legitimately spaced out like (laughs) For about thirty seconds, I was just staring out the window. Yeah, you were just you were just zoned. I was so into the song, and this like we were saying, the song has such a vibe of like yearning and longing, and and it sounds like a breakup song, but it's not. And so coming out of something so good that like brought down the record to such a great level, we both wanted something really energetic and really loud and metal it, and it's kind of what we were expecting because yeah. This album starts off with all these these chugging, and there's a lot of double kick throughout the entire album, but these distorted guitars and these driving beats, and so I just kind of expected those to make a return on the very last song, uh, yeah. but I don't know. They they just kind of decided to end it off on a I'd say like, like a, a lukewarm like a lukewarm tone i guess yeah it really just kind of leaves you at like a meh feeling at the end but like it does not take away from how much i really really liked this record like oh yeah hearing oh yeah hearing the combination of like like what we were already saying industrial metal and just metal in general and you know tons of double bass but pop music at the same time um but the weird like little like sprinkles of pop punk in it was and like easy pour was really cool yeah right it, like what was that uh uh which song had that crazy weird riff uh, uh man i don't i don't know i don't know because like the the red flag flies had kind of a weird riff it was it was like it started off as a weird kind of vocal or a synth and the last note sounded like it should not have belonged, and then the guitar came in with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it was. Uh, I think it was Tennessee Tips. But I, man, let me let me pull it up. Let me pull it up real quick. Yeah, I I really like that one, and that was one that was like had a weird, like ugh, like a weird off note that they ended on, but it just added <laughs> yeah. to it so well. And like you said, like it it made a lot of sense once the song actually played out. Yeah, and. Uh, yeah, it's Tennessee Tips. Very cool, like, like they they obviously I think they sampled her vocals and then played it on the synthesizer. Yeah, possibly. And it has these like, like really cool punchy electronic drums, and then it goes into like pop punk, 
like rips and uh that's another one that sounded like it could easily be in like a teenage movie or like an american pie type yeah yeah it had that type of popcorn vibe to it and and it also like was a lot more poppy but it had like a really great chorus like i'll just go ahead and say man tennessee tips is one of my choice nuts man it it's a close contender uh it's i mean it's it was a very cool song i love that riff that's my favorite riff on the album is that like uh 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 yeah very and and clearly being played on like a synthesizer right yeah for sure yeah the chorus is super catchy like and but and what's great about the chorus too is like coming out of the song that was before this one justine go genesis where it kind of had like a really heavy verses and then like a really drop down quiet chorus i feel like fantasy tips had a similar vibe but the chorus was way cooler for me because it was like like we were saying earlier like dreamy yeah and still energetic the drums are still right very 80s very dreamy and it still gets quieter still with but still energetic and it, and it makes the right impact like it like i like i said earlier too like it's the verses being so loud and like pop punky and like really fun and energetic and the chorus being slower or not slower but quieter like it makes both parts sound better yeah yeah right on the money love the riff and uh and i love the in the last like i think it's during the last chorus this random like they pull out the double bass but it's like video game yeah yeah anime like mech fighting music (laughs) double bass it's awesome (laughs) so that was a that was an easy uh choice right i loved it uh and i'm gonna guess your second choice nug was true seekers dude you know i don't think it was uh i love true seekers i would say i had two secondary choice nugs that almost made it to my choice nugs and those two were rosary and true seekers yeah rosary was great as well rosary was so good so catchy and different um but my other uh, choice nug is locust laced yep that's one of mine as well it, oh, it's just man. it's just kind of what I expected from sleigh bells, you know. For uh, sure. And it they 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 just nail it on this song, like that they hugging guitar with that weird kind of Asian influenced intro with that kind of kind of plucky sound. But then you have this that really great like at first it sound the guitar sounds like metal. But then it starts playing it out, and it's more of like an easy core, yeah, like, newfound glory song. And, and it's, it's like so cool. Yeah, and then it, like it starts clapping, and I feel like I should start clapping along and like getting my get my pom poms. Like I feel <laughs> yes. like dynamite. Very cheerleadery. That's why it reminded me of of Avril Lavigne. Uh, I don't like your girlfriend. Right. The chorus was very like, very catchy and very like kind of bratty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Really cool vibe, man. And during that the second half of the verse, when the guitar is still doing the, but then they bring in that double bass. Yeah, yeah. Super chuggy, super nice and heavy, and they kind of open up the drums too. It is such a good song, and I think it's the first single off the record. 
I, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. Any, I would, I would say anyone that is a fan of pop punk should definitely check out Locust Laced. <laughs> oh, and, and just I, that song in general. I love how they drop it to halftime uh, near the end there. They're like, die, feel like dynamite. Uh, yeah, and that weird, awesome, like, synth riff. Like, and it, like, dies. Yeah, yeah. Really cool, really, really cool. Like, that was the first song to me that, and it's, and it's scattered throughout this whole record, but that song, for some reason, weirdly enough, reminds me a lot of uh, a band, another band, Discovery. So I was hearing that all over this record, and yeah, uh, yeah man, I I'm gonna go check out that album next because it's been a while since I heard it. But Locust Laced deserves to be the first single. It is awesome. So what was your uh, your second choice, Nugget? Oh man, um, it's rough. I really I really loved how evil Red Flag Flies sounded. Uh, and that breakdown was super cool. I really love True Seekers, uh, Beautiful Song, Knowing was good, uh, Tennessee Tips. Uh, Dude, they're all good. <laughs> I mean, they're all good. I really yeah. love that riff on Tennessee Tips, but I think I'm going to go with Rosary. I love Rosary, man. Just because it, it was one of the uh, more chill songs on the record, uh, but it still kept up the pace. Like, it's still something you could party to, right? For sure. It has like a bedroom pop intro, but then it gets like nice and energetic and kind of like poppy pumping, you know, rhythm. And we, we kind of heard this like cool percussion part in the beginning that we both liked. That was like, yeah, like they were hitting a metal pipe or something. It was very yeah. like, metallic. And they have a, uh, like a nylon or a Latin or just an old beat up guitar, uh, that they do. And I, I love that sound. It's, I think it's the only time they have like an acoustic guitar on this album. Right. I think yeah, I think you're right, and it's a and it's playing a really cool like It sounds like a riff that they on another song they would have played really distorted, right? But they chose like let's like playing it on a nylon guitar that gave it like a really cool like early two thousands like R and B pop vibe to me. And and that is honestly just kind of a perfect example of how these guys have developed over the years, right? Like that decision to make that like a nylon guitar instead of a dis super distorted, super heavy, like chug guitar or something. Yeah. Cause it's not like the song's not energetic. It's, I mean, yeah, is the, is the beat for most of the song, but, uh, somehow, yeah, making that decision to play that on a nylon guitar adds a really cool, like dynamic to it. It has a great tone to the guitar. So it gives you the fullness of a distorted guitar. But it's uh, it's nylon, and it's I think it's such a great decision, man, because it's only the first half of the chorus, and yeah. the second half yeah. opens up with that really big, you know, arena stadium synthesizer type thing. Like they kind of drop it down like a classic, you know, like wait for the drop type. Yeah, thing, yeah, like yeah. In a, in a techno song, and then <laughs> I think I think it is a really well written. Really catchy, the rosary, rosary. Yeah. Really great harmonies. Oh, I mean, really. the harmonies on this album, fantastic. Uh, Red Flag really Flies was, were some of my favorite harmonies. Uh, but, I mean, the vocals on this album are fantastic. I love, usually my favorite moment of every, every song is when the guitar 
takes front center. Uh, very, yeah. b- very EDM in- industry influenced music. Very Mortal Kombat influenced album. How cool <laughs> is that, dude? That was so unexpected for me to hear industrial metal, like to hear a pop record that uses industrial metal as their backdrop. Right. As like, that is so cool. And to me, very fresh and unique. And uh, if this is, if they are not already ripping someone else off, someone's going to rip it. Like so many people are going to rip this off. <laughs> right. Yeah. So many. People. I mean, I, I feel like it, must be a more popular thing it's kind of it's a little hyper pop does have a little industry uh i mean uh yeah. industrial influence into it definitely uh so it, it that might be kind of what the form is becoming over the years I, that is a i think honestly that's a great comparison or maybe not comparison but just like a, a reference point um like this is uh hyper pop if uh, without the the auto tune and crazy sounding vocals, it's it's like hyper pop, but without the trash. Yeah, without the yeah, man, without the like on purpose uh, like annoyingness. You know, where yeah. it's like wanting to be in your face a little bit. Where I felt like this album did not want to be in your face be, because it's weird to hear an industrial metal record that is like essentially just dance music. Like yeah, Ramstein. Right. Ramstein made a dance record and they got this, you know, an amazing vocalist, which I, I feel like we need to, we need to name these people. Like they are so good. And so it's Alexis Krauss on vocals and Derek Miller who does guitar production and apparently writes the lyrics. Really? So Derek is doing the music and the lyrics and Alexis is singing and uh, man, uh, what a fucking duo. What a what a duo! What a band! What an album, man! What what are you what are you thinking about the rating of this one, dude? I mean, we're I'm I'm rating these a little differently than we do the podcast, right? Because sure. yeah, it's first impression. I don't know how what I would rate this if I listened to it four or five times like we do for the podcast, but uh, man, first impression, this is like a nine, a nine point oh for me. Wow! Wow! I, yeah, dude. I think it's that's crazy. It's I'm honestly floored by this record, and not just floored by how much like how good it is. I think objectively, and I might just be completely biased, but how much I I didn't expect to like it this much. Yeah. So right, like I am really impressed, and honestly, like floored and flabbergasted and thunderstruck. <laughs> By how you're you're thunder blasted. I've dude, I I'm just really really surprised at how much I like this record and I love it like 9.0. Wow. Well, I I did not expect that. I'm I'm gonna be a lot lower than you. Uh. Oh wow. I I mean, yeah, a, a good amount lower, but I do want to say the creativity of this album is incredible. First off, the crazy like just the amount of instruments and the amount of changes any any song takes. Uh, I feel like towards the end of the album, the songs were a little more cohesive, and at the beginning, it was a lot more dynamic and a lot like 
this part and then this, well this part and then well this part is totally different you're yeah you're totally right that the first few songs were like every 20 seconds something else was happening but Not i even i like love that seconds. yeah yeah and it was just yeah. crazy it's off the wall uh, I, I really liked it too I, I don't usually like music like that but i i'm thinking more of a 6.8 for this one uh just because i feel like if i listen to the entire album it until you get to like rosary i guess it's a little bit of a uh it, it's a little bit tough to get to because everything's so driving and it's an onslaught it's it's very intense uh but I think you have knowing in there you know, yeah like no that's true then you have you have tennessee tips that is more of the vibe of like a pop punk really you know like like you said like cheerleader type of thing like i think uh i think there are some moments of of uh, it gives you a break yeah right so but i don't know man i gotta say a 6.8 i think you're being a little harsh i mean i don't know man i uh i personally i think you don't you don't you you're scared by how much you like <laughs> that might be it you're I, like is this my new identity i is sleigh bells like who i am now you know i think i think as an album this might be my favorite album but this album does not have my favorite songs uh, of sleigh bells of sleigh bells just because okay when i if i go to sleigh bells what i'm looking for is that crazy distorted stuff right uh the, the stuff that you did not like at all so it makes a lot of sense why we have very different ratings right yeah and i think that's what i was expecting and i didn't i wasn't excited about it i i do think like it, this is a more mature sound for them. I think music critics will say that this is probably their best work. I, uh, not having heard most of their other albums, but I, I think wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised. I think musically, it's it's it might be one of their best things. Just it's just personally. Uh, well, gosh, yeah. now I feel, now I feel bad about about that rating. Maybe I should. I mean, I if I listen to this album three or four more times, I'm sure my rating will go up. Uh, I really think, yeah, I, I, I mean, when we were listening to this album together, hand in hand, we both like after almost after every song, we were like, "Holy shit, that was so cool! Oh my god, that was awesome! Like, dude, this sounded so cool! I love this! I love that!" So I am surprised by the six point eight. I, I, I don't know if you're, you're, uh, you're being a little uh, reserved there with well, how much. Maybe you don't believe you liked it as much as you did you're doubting yourself maybe maybe so i mean that the the ending had me for a trip you know the last song kind of took me for a trip and i was like whoa okay yeah i didn't like it i i, I didn't like that last song but uh hey man but, seriously though like still a great record 6.8 or 9 i mean you know i so strong honestly i think a 9 is too much so if you want to if you want to swap some points here, if you want to give me like point three or point five of your points, I'll go up. <laughs> How about we, would you want to meet the middle? I what I mean uh, between like seven, I guess like somewhere around an eight, like an eight point one or two or something. Yeah, you. Would, I think it would be like a seven point nine, is like the middle point. Um, which a seven point nine might be a more accurate score but right. again i'm coming from like not really liking the band to them being extremely surprised by what i was hearing because not at all what i expected 
and then also loving what I heard. So yeah, like I was not dreading listening to this, but I know I was, I was, you know, I was thinking like, I'm looking forward to it because I was hoping for the best. Right. But I was still prepared for the worst. Well, I'm, and I'm glad, man. I liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you liked it as much as you did. Me and too, I, man. I, I would say the, I would say the official earbuds rating for this would be like a 7.9. 7.9 and I am totally comfortable with that score. Yeah. I think that's a more objective score. But I'm I run off of motion. But uh I I run so I run off motion. You're you're a robot. You're just a kinetic energy robot. You're one of those like wooden things that like they walk in the desert and it's powered by a sail or something. You ever seen those? Like a boat? Like, like a, a perpetual boat? it's like a perpetual motion machine. And it just kind of like it's. It looks crazy. Look it up. I'll send you a link. Yeah, or, uh, or whatever. Yeah, I'll Google it for you. But buddies, thank you so much for listening. We this is you know our, our second or third shorty actually. Yeah. So uh, not yeah, let us know what you. <laughs> not that anyone knows that yet. Right. They're probably gonna come out at the same time. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, let us know what you think of them. We're ha- I'm having a lot of fun doing these live streams and and listening to these records with you. I think it's super fun to listen to these albums like with you and like react at the, you know, because there's man for the podcast, the, the usual episodes we do, like we try not to be in touch with each other while we're listening because we don't want to influence. Yeah. Yeah. We want to come in with our own independent thoughts. And if they're completely different thoughts, then that's even better. Usually. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Like I like having the, the discussion, you know, but it's so much fun uh, just sitting here and listening to it with you, even though. You were sneezing and coughing this entire Yeah, I, I apologize for that. It, it is not a good audio episode. It's uh, all right. It was during the songs, at least. Yeah, I, uh, I tried to I tried to keep it to the songs, the parts that will be edited out for YouTube. You're on beat like 80% of the time. I'll well, give you that much. All right, thank you. Yes, I, you're, I tried you're, to. Yeah. It's just the drummer in you. You can't help it. I'm just always on time, baby. I'm punctual. Well, Buddies, let us know what you think of the shorties. If you're watching the live streams, if you're watching our stuff on YouTube, let us know what you think. We're we're uh, we're having a lot of fun, and we want to make sure that everyone else is enjoying it too. But uh, Brett, what? Would, uh, oh wait, real quick, plugging uh, also our regular podcast, the EVB. Uh, yeah. You know we have we have an earbuds podcast. Uh, like I said, we have a YouTube channel where all of our podcasts go up there. You can listen to this anywhere you can get podcasts and also on YouTube. Yeah, that's right. Um, we, our Twitch channel is uh, twitch.tv slash earbudspodcast. It's really easy to find. Our Instagram is evpcast. I am at Jean-Luc Guitard. Brett is at, at Brett Hanrahan. And the evpcast Instagram is where you're going to find like all the information, all of our updates and stuff. Yeah, we're going to be doing polls some weeks to figure out what album we want to live stream that, you know, that Friday. And Sometimes completely disregarding polls. them if we want. The one Lucas. time we did, we're like, fuck you, we're not listening to Iron Maiden. But uh, we had two streams at the time. So. Yeah, yeah. And who cares what the three people that voted on Instagram watch? <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening. Catch our mon- every new every Monday, we have a new uh, episode coming out of the regular podcast. Every Friday, we live stream. And uh, every weekend, We'll have the shorty and the YouTube uh, uploaded as well. So stick around, catch it, listen to it, spread it. Brett, what would you rate this episode? I'm going to rate this a 7.9. Lucas? I'm going to rate this a 7.9 too. This this was was good. good. (laughs) Bye, buddies. Uh, Bye.